2: Good morning, welcome in. We are the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. One of the official cocktails this week is a Patron Reposado Paloma. It is a delicious cocktail. We highly recommend it. You can find Patron at Briarwood Wine and Spirits. I do need to tell everybody this, Jason. Nate Dog, Nathan McCarty, and Briarwood Wine and Spirits still have the Wilderness Trail private barrel pick. It's the weeded Wilderness Trail bourbon. It's under our Wild Turkey deal. We're going up there to pick out a barrel too for this year, and a Russell's Reserve on the same trip. Ooh! But right now at Briarwood Wine and Spirits, forty-nine, forty-nine Old Kent Road. They still have some of the Wilderness Trail private barrel selection weeded. It's delicious. I bought over two cases. And my buddies have texted me, friends, clients, both, whatever. And it's delicious. So, you know what? I'm going to let you taste some. Really? Hey, I'll take it. I don't know if you're worthy. Whoa. Whoa, You know, anybody who goes to Chili's. On Sunday, I'm kidding. There's hey. nothing wrong with the burger and a cold beer at Chili's. Dollarita. Come on. I don't do the Dollarita, but I'll do a, a <laughs> cold Bud Light or Michelob Ultra or, or I don't know if they have Stella. Um, whatever. I can find a beer and and a burger and some fries. The point is, there's Wilderness Trail Private Barrel Selection Bourbon at Briarwood Wine and Spirits. Now, I want to get into some Mississippi State hoops, okay? Um, I've got some thought. You know, I, I mentioned... Earlier in the show, Jason, and this is the Out of Bounds show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Thank you so much for listening on the radio. Thanks for streaming, and and thank you for going to Apple Podcast or Spotify and searching Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. We'll have Tim Brando on at 9.30. Uh, Timmy B, Chateau Brando. <laughs> um, when I started in Sports Talk Radio in 2003, Tim Brando had a national show from 9 a.m. to noon on Sporting News Radio, and I listened to it religiously. He did a live remote from the Cotton District Grill in 2004 when Rick Stansberry and Shane Power and Timmy Bowers and I guess Larch Roberts, that crew won the SEC championship game because Timmy B was, I guess, calling the game that night. And I went by the grill, the Cotton District Grill, because I was going to the game. Of course, yeah. And at that time, I was doing uh, afternoon drive from 4 to 6. And on the same station. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, we That's we had cool. Timmy B. I mean, he didn't know who I was, obviously. Uh, but he would... Broadcast from Chateau Brando. And I grew up knowing about Tim Brando on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Um, when college baseball was just getting uh, televised. And there weren't but a few games around the country. They would go to Duty Noble Field and Tim Brando in the 80s. I mean, we're talking Raffi and Will. Just crazy. People Jeez, couldn't even. what? Yeah. I mean, none of Mississippi State and Ole Miss' games were on in football during that time. But anyway, the point is... Um, and that was a little exaggerated, but you know what I mean. Um, the point is we all knew about him, his career took off eighties, nineties, owes a lot of that to Dale Brown and 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 jodine Sr. and and some others. They were kind of like a southern basketball mafia broadcast, anyway. Lots of Louisiana roots. The point is we're gonna have Tim Brando at nine thirty. He loves college hoops. Um, I may talk talk, Tark the Shark with him because I read Dan Wetzel's article this morning on Yahoo Sports and it took me back to talking to Tark the Shark both off the air and then as a young Sports Talk radio host having him on the air because he's my favorite coach of all time. Now, let me circle back here on Tim Brando. He gave me some words of wisdom in 2004. And maybe it helped, maybe it didn't, but we're still here 20 years later. Yeah, We're still having fun. I still love the show. I still... Hungry for more content, storytelling, and and hanging out with our partners and and trying to make their business better. But uh, as I was talking to Brando, and he had steak on a stick at the grill. That wasn't one of my favorites, okay? (laughs) But I'd had everything on the menu because I started going to happy hour there in high school, maybe, but definitely in college. And he did the show, and he signed something for me to give away, Jason, And he said, uh, you have to have strong opinions and you can't care what people think. And at this time, Brando was one of the top five to eight guys in the industry on the air. Dan Patrick and Rob Dibble, Jim Rome. People didn't even know who Colin Cowherd was. Was Rich Eisen on the... Rich had not started his show. Great. Call the. I'm glad you uh, you know, Eisen's obviously brilliant on the NFL network. Um, he's a very, very talented guy. Um, he had left, though. He had left ESPN. Got yeah. Gotcha. Been gone from ESPN for about three years to start the NFL network, which was crazy. (laughs) Um, and because Patrick had left, you know, a year before or something like that. No. Eisen left first, then Patrick. Okay. So, um, my point is Timmy B is going to be on the show. Um, he kind of defines college football and college basketball and college baseball to me, but he had that show 9am to noon. And I listened to it religiously, you know, I wasn't at that time. I was with an AM. I wasn't always happy with our, you know, I think we always need to be challenging ourselves and upgrading our, our, you know, 7am to 6pm. And he was good. He was good. And, um, I don't know if he's still doing... I mean, I know he's calling games for Fox. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, and he's been more... He's kind of left the grid for us. I, I Off the grid. Not left the grid. Because he's calling Big 12 games and maybe some Pac-12 games or something. But, um, yeah. Good dude. And looking forward to having him on. You, so now I get into Mississippi State basketball. Go ahead.
3: Oh, well, just a, just a quick tidbit. So he has two daughters... One went to LSU. And the, one went to Ole Miss. The other went to Ole Miss. I had no idea. You that didn't? He, that he had a, a daughter that went to Ole Miss. No, she's 29, so I guess five years older than me. Okay. Um, but I just figured Are I'd you kn-
2: lying about your age?
3: No, I'm tw- oh, okay. I'm twenty 24. Okay. Yeah. I was just checking. What is that old? Is that young?
2: I'm uh, trying to figure that out. But see, you say I act 65. Well, no, there's no... In many aspects of your life... Mm. Like one guy texted in earlier this week on the Ag Up Equipment text line. He said, you're just a few months away from having a um, a, a cell phone on your belt. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did say yeah, that. Yeah, I <laughs> thought that was clever, and it, that was probably the text of the week. That might have been. Yeah. Uh, there's been some good ones this that week, That guy should too. probably win a cocktail napkin or something from over at the bar. A cocktail A signed bag of air. Yeah. It's a signed <laughs> bag of air, according to
3: Blake. Yeah. Blake mania. That That could work. Yeah, from Tim Brando is from Shreveport. Casey on the text line. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, that's what.
2: Yeah, he. <laughs> right, that. I, I, that's where he did a show from. Mm. Like he was doing a remote show. Sporting News was um, was their their radio was out in L.A. for some reason. So he was running his show. You can do that easily now. Okay, I mean, I, I can I can do a show from anywhere. Right. Um, I mean, if it, hypothetically, if Wendy and I moved to the back bay of Destin at some point, I can do my show there. OK, <laughs> it's, you know, and I've thought about doing a little bit more of a studio at the house. But I'm I'm thinking through, this studio is so awesome and it's 10 minutes from my house. Yeah. My point is this. He was doing the show from Chateau Brando, which was his home in Shreveport in 2004. I bet so.
3: he didn't have to fax in, did he? No, <laughs> like
2: well, you used... no, I don't know what he was on, but it was it was for that time. It was it was a good connection. That's crazy that you used a fax machine. Well, let me tell you what I did before I talk about Cam Matthews and Josh Hubbard and, and Tolu Smith. Do we have time? Yeah, we got fifteen minutes left in this segment. All right. Um, two thousand same thing. Two thousand four. Mississippi State's really good at basketball. They're not good in football and we go to Oxford for the old Miss-Mississippi State game, and we do a show from the stage of Proud Larry's. Whoa. We ran okay. a fax line all the way down. You know the little street beside Proud Larry's? Yeah, yeah. All the way down, all the way down the building, underneath, into Carradine's office, into his fax line <laughs> in 2004. I blank you not. That's ridiculous. I know. That's that's the Jeff rest. Norris, <laughs> my buddy, had to run the fax line. I don't know how many feet it was, but it was a lot, and and it worked all the way outside the building. All the way outside the building. There's a do- there's a door on that side. Yeah, of, yeah. of Proud Larry's, uh, opposite the bar. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I know what you're okay. talking about. And so we ran it all the way down, down the street or down the little road, or whatever alleyway and into Caradon's office and put it in the fax machine in 2004.
3: <laughs> That's it. And then now you're just like, hey, I'm
2: going to the beach. Now I've you- done the show from <laughs> yeah, a million yeah. different places with the little comrex that can fit in a backpack. Because when we show up, people are like, where's all your stuff? I'm like, it's right here. It's in that Adidas backpack. And it just blows. You know, they're like, what? That's why. You now- should have seen the stuff that we used to roll around. Good hell. Oh, I can't imagine. Yeah, Now it's got to seem but, I mean, like... Think about all the play-by-play stuff. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Alabama, Florida, LSU, all those play-by-play guys for decades. I mean, they called all the games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and they 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 willed that stuff all around the SEC, the old SEC, which is right over your right shoulder. Yeah, have you ever
3: been in one of those production trucks? Yeah. For like, a say, a basketball game or something like that? I don't understand how anybody gets anything done in it, one of those. It's tracks. not
2: my. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anything about that. I don't even know what you do over there. So I figured out in life <laughs> that I need to know what I do. I'm. That's, I'm 15 feet away. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't. I have no idea
3: how to run that board. Hey, times changed. You don't need to. You know,
2: I don't. Because I, I got the, I got the reins now. Yeah, you got I'm it. Driving this puppy. So Tim Brando at nine thirty on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line had a great conversation with. I mean, I knew who he was, but had a great conversation with him in two thousand four at the Cotton District Grill. That was when it was in the Cotton District. Mm. It's now moved down to the. What I don't even know what they call that, but it's right off Main Street. Um, okay, so I, I'm not going to go doom and gloom on last night's game because what I said earlier is Mississippi State and Ole Miss were. 95% of the 80s, horrific, awful in basketball. And obviously, neither athletic department had any money. School, Neither school had any money. And they would get beat by 30 and 40 points by SEC teams. And Mississippi State went to an NIT or two, and Ole Miss went to the NCAA tournament in 81 when uh, Bob Weltlich uh, won, and then he left as soon as he could to go to Texas. Um, a couple weeks later. And so last night, Mississippi State beat Georgia by 13 points without their best defender and starter, DJ Jeffries. And yet, I-, I looked at the game and I thought, man, this team has a long way to go. But there were some, as Jason and I were talking about earlier, there were some bright spots. One is the fact that... uh Keyshawn Murphy played 15 minutes. He he dropped 10 points. Hopefully, he and Jans have somewhat made up and have figured it out. You know what I'm saying? And kumbaya and whatever. Maybe they went to yeah. two brothers, smashed some wings, and said, hey, we got to get this done because they both want to go to March Madness and they want to go dancing. Um, I thought Cam Matthews had an insane, like a quiet... But crazy college basketball stat line last night. I mean, Cam Matthews had nine points, four blocks, three assists. I'm sorry, three steals, four assists, and 11 rebounds. That's
3: Mr. He can do
2: it. Yeah, (laughs) and and that's why he is the straw that stirs the drink. And Tolu was having fun at the end of the game, and he needs to. He's been through a lot. He's coming off injury. He wasn't even sure he was going to come back. And he had a double-double, which we now all take for granted. Because I didn't think he was like, I mean, he went eight for ten. And yet I thought, you know, I again, my expectations are complete, completely out of whack. Right? And I recognize that. <laughs> I'm selfish. I have no patience and no perspective. Is that fair enough? Okay. Is that therapeutic for you this morning? Yeah. Yeah. You're you finding that that yourself can, get, right now. Do you think that we could get a psychologist to work with me?
3: I like that. Hey, no better guess. Maybe we do a remote from a psychiatrist. <laughs> you sitting in a room and that's where our remote is. That would be incredible. Just talking, talking out. about crazy lions and tigers and crazy pills. <laughs> yeah. Just talking it out and, uh, you know, for thousands of people on the radio. Okay. <laughs>
2: All right. So let me keep moving here. Josh Hubbard. Um. He was three for 12. Doesn't bother me a bit. Doesn't bother me a bit. Why not? Because, um, first of all, they're not getting him the looks that he needs. Chris Jans is a smart guy or an assistant coach on the team. Figure it out. You have got to run some sets and some plays that can get him better looks. You have to. Shaq Moore gets wide open looks. Why? Because the defenses don't, they don't respect him. Mm. and um, he was 3-for-12, but he was also 5-for-5 five five from the free-throw line. He played 30 minutes. I was actually frustrated when he was out, but he dropped a quiet 14. He did have four boards. You don't have anybody other than Hubbard. I don't like Hubbard taking the ball up the floor. I mean, I'm fine with that. He can play point, but they start the the offensive set And so he passes it to the right wing or left. Sometimes the post player comes up, may catch it on the elbow, whatever. But the bottom line is they don't understand. They got to get it back to him. Yeah. They have to get the ball back to Hubbard. They are not. The other four people on the court are not looking for Josh Hubbard enough. And they're not running enough screens for, I mean, Richard Williams ran screens or double screens for Daryl Wilson. I know it was a different time, different era. I know, you know, Eric Dampier, huge NBA player. Russell Walters was like a kind of like a defensive end outside linebacker playing power forward, whatever. The point is I'm fine with him playing point guard because the kid can do everything. And he's your best player on the team, and I recognize that. And he's got insane, you know, mad hops and all that. But and he's a true freshman. He we forget that too. We want him to play like a junior today. Again, we're selfish. (laughs) But here's the deal, Jason. If you don't have anybody that can create off the bounce, other than Hubbard, when when you're going through your offensive plays and your offensive set, half-court offense. Okay, I'm not talking yeah, about yeah. transition, which you need to get more into transition and transition points, although I thought you did a little bit of that last night. But the bottom line is when he gives it up at the point guard position, he's got to get it back. Not every possession, that's not what I mean. Sometimes Tolu is open throughout that play, and you get it down to him. He's going to get a good look. He may make it get to the line. Sometimes Cam Matthews is making a cut. He's open. I you know you want him to shoot five, six, seven footers all day, or right there at the glass. After that, you don't have a score. You know Sean Jones is trying his tail off. He's he's a nice player. Uh, he hasn't come as far offensively as he should have. That's on the program. And Sean, uh, Davis is not a threat. What did Davis have? He had five points. And Shaq Moore, he did drop 11. So that's that's not bad. You know, he's, he's a solid player. You know, Shaq and Davis are... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you.
0: What do you do when you win? A woo a hand clap a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BTW group void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
2: Kind of solid SEC players. So that's what that's where I am. Keyshawn Murphy, holy smokes. Maybe not the MVP last well, maybe, but because of um you know, Tolu with the double double, but Cam Matthews stat lines, crazy pills. Good. You know what I'm saying?
3: Oh, yeah. Are there times that state should play big ball? I mean, are there times that state should go? You know, Murphy, Matthews.
2: I, I, I don't I don't know. I mentioned that yesterday. Um, you know, I mentioned Hubbard. Shaq or Davis I guess. And then so that's two, right? right that's an right. or. Hubbard, yes, and then Shaq or Davis and then Cam Matthews at the big 3 basically is what he and then right. Murph at the power forward and Tolu playing uh the five or whatever you want to call it this day and age. There's a lot of blend between the the four and five and it depends on what you're doing. You know, could that work? I don't know, I'm not in practice. You know, Jans and the three or four assistants are But that's where I am. So, in other words, it's a fantastic win. It was good to see Tolu Smith smile. He's been such a wonderful ambassador for your program and tremendous asset. Um, I'm sure Josh was frustrated, but he didn't get good looks. They, They were all... I mean, did you see him? They didn't leave him. If he was 35 feet from the basket, they were all over him. Yeah. They left Shaq Moore. The reason why, when they were kicking it around, they would kick it around, Shaq was wide open. Why? Because that guy... Was playing towards the paint just in case they were going to throw it into Tolu. Right, right. Yeah, so this isn't hard to figure out. But wherever Josh Hubbard is, his man is right there. They know he knows what kind, what flavor bubblegum Josh Hubbard is chewing, first half or second half. He's getting double team too. Right, like yeah. I mean they they know where he is the only threat. That's the problem. Ole Miss has Morel, Flanagan, and Murray. Opens it up. There's other teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've mentioned Sears and Estrada, among others, at Alabama. Tennessee has – they don't just have Connect. Ziegler can get funky on you, and they have other dudes. I could go on and on. Um, Because you're so short on the perimeter, because no one can take it off the bounce and create, especially as the shot clock gets under 10 and under 7, it's a concern for me outside of hub. But you won by 13 against a team that's not terrible, has athletes – And here we are in 2024, my how things have changed, because in 1985 with Greg Lockhart and Reggie Boykin, you would have gotten beat by, and I like both of those players, and as a kid I thought they walked on water even though Mississippi State wasn't good, but you would have gotten beat by 28. So I have to to weigh, it's a win, they feel good about themselves, it makes practice better today, it makes the team meal at lunch better, it makes going and getting therapy because you're, like we talked about earlier, Jason, your ankles, hips, and knees are hurting this time of year for all these players, Startville and Oxford, because you've been playing nonstop and practicing nonstop. So that's where I am. I wanted to ask you. I don't you, think it's an. Jans is freaky good, so maybe he drives this team to March Madness. I just. I don't. I, fringe may. I know they were last. You know, I just. I think the league is better and it's got more six foot four to six foot eight guys who can do a little bit of everything, both on the perimeter and mess with you. Um, you know, and not just the low post, I'm talking about Jason six to 15 feet from the basket. Like Flanagan, mm-hmm. like yeah, connect, yeah. like others, right? They'll, they'll dribble drop. They'll take you off the bounce and they don't have to go all the way to the rim. They'll pull up. Um, Man, Georgia. Georgia lives and dies by the three. They nailed 12 of them, but lost big. Go ahead.
3: Well, you talk about pulling up. That's what Murphy was doing last night. Murphy was, you know, mid-range. He had yeah. Great handles. I wanted to ask you, what is your confidence level? Is it higher or lower with the team playing without
2: DJ Jeffries and after seeing one game? Lower. Lower? Yeah. I mean, I know DJ doesn't score well, but he's so good at defense and rebounding. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But you still need I mean, they they, they did they, they won by double digits without one of their starters. I have yeah. to take that into consideration. Right? Well of course. Yeah. But I mean And people... this isn't easy. I don't care if it's Georgia. They have four conference wins. <laughs> it's not like they're one in ten like bandy or right. whatever. Yeah. Um, if they're if they have one. I don't think they have one. Oh, is are they over?
3: I think they're over Okay. All right.
2: <laughs> Good morning. Welcome in. We are the out of bounds show. ESPN one oh five nine the zone. The show is brought to you by Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. Enjoy a ribeye medium rare, some homemade hot tamales, do maybe a side of bacon-wrapped shrimp, and pair it with some Wilderness Trail bourbon. KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. Timmy B., Tim Brando at 930 on the Farm Bureau Insurance. Guess on.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?